0: Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Sorry for the few-day delay I've been traveling the last few days, but hopefully you guys will forgive me. We have a full week of podcasts. But today, we have a very special guest, return guest. We get very few of them, um, but I'm glad to have these guys back. We have Dolly Van Gogh. How's it going today, guys?
1: Hello. Hey, thanks for
0: having us. us. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm actually kind of happy because I remember the last time we had you on, for whatever reason, my mic setup wasn't working, so I had to just unplug everything and go raw, and now it's like, yes, now I'll have, like, clean-sounding audio. I felt really bad about that last time. Oh, it's a
2: little bit. Yeah, but no, we're super excited to be back.
0: Yeah. Uh, so how things been going? Uh, I know we were talking a little bit beforehand. You guys are back in lockdown up in Halifax?
2: Yes, unfortunately, yeah. for about three weeks now, um, our uh, case numbers kind of spiked. Luckily, it was right after our uh, single release show. So we, got, we managed to come out of lockdown, get geared up to do a show, do one show, and then everything shut down again. Uh-huh. Uh, so for all you guys who out there who managed to come to that show, uh, congratulations. You get the only one for the spring. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough up here. Things yeah. are things are not good. Our um, medical system is kind of overrun. Yep. The, uh, we're in like we're at the point where if like it's illegal to sell anything that's not an essential good. So like if it's not groceries, gasoline, or um, like, I don't know, home repair stuff, pet, yeah. pet food. Yeah. Otherwise, other than that, if you get caught selling that stuff, like you're getting fined. Um, really? So it, it, yeah it's it's very extreme um needed well yeah because people especially the issue right now is that it's this has been a long I mean I've never had a pandemic in my lifetime so I don't know why I'm comparing it to anything but it's been a long (laughs) pandemic yeah right um especially for musicians uh and so people are tired and weren't taking it I think we're treating it very seriously and this is the wake-up call
0: yeah i mean not yeah. to get too political on here at least you guys didn't have an oil refinery get hacked and now all our gas prices are gonna yeah skyrocket. i
2: heard a little bit about that that's crazy yeah. eh?
0: yeah i saw it i heard about it last night i think i was on line and i was just like great gas prices are gonna skyrocket as soon as mm-hmm. i have to drive back home and that's going to be a fun trip. Yeah. Though. Lovely. Lovely. Yeah.
2: But but yeah, So we're, um, we're back in lockdown, but we're trying to keep busy as much as we can at, at exactly this point, the whole band can't get together because two of the band members are like outside of our community. Yeah. Both. Um, so they're, they're living. I mean, they're on like the outskirts of Halifax, but they're far enough away. Like there's checkpoints mm-hmm. and everything right now that it's just not worth the hassle of trying to get them in, get them in here to, to record. Now the good news is Rochelle and I are roommates. Yeah. And uh our singer, the other singer, uh, John Scotto, lives like a hundred feet that
0: way. Okay. Uh, behind us. So, so you guys, three of us are, allowed, still, are you allowed to move like freely within your community or well, freely is uh, maybe a, a relative to, Okay. He can come over here. Okay. Um
2: almost specifically because it's like a work bubble right like you know we're all doing this as as, um you know a part-time actual job so
1: but what it is in general because um our household just has us two in it Yeah. yeah um there is a rule like you are allowed to have like a household bubble or something um but if you're they even said, like, if your home only has, like, two people living in it, mm-hmm. you're allowed to include, like, one or two, other, two people other people in yeah. your bubble. Yeah. Okay. So he's the one that decided – we decided he'll be in our bubble, we're in his bubble,
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: that's it. We're not seeing anybody else.
2: Nice. So, so that's nice. So at least the three of us are still getting together. Um, we're actually going to be starting – we've got a bunch of, of new stuff on the go mm. that – has kind of been coming together through the pandemic we may have even talked about some of it last time but we've got a gaming channel on YouTube now that's up and running uh, that it, is, did you guys start last that
1: last night
0: you guys yeah, just we started, we started that okay i i yeah, yeah we just vaguely remember something about being brought up about it but i never checked up on it yeah, no, we
2: well, it just finally got, like, a off the ground, off the ground. There was a live stream on Twitch last night. We got some videos up on our YouTube channel, which mm-hmm. if you're looking for it, it's Dally Van Gaming. That's where mm-hmm. Dolly Van Go. Um, and it's cool because we're all, like, gamers. Even Rochelle's getting into, like, Switch games and stuff.
1: Well, yeah, I have a Nintendo Switch, and I really got into Mario Odyssey. I happened yeah. to, to get nice. that. The lockdown was yeah. starting to happen again, so it was a good time. That was... That was pretty fun. I mean, so I'm, I'm starting to step into it yeah. more because there's there's nothing else to well, do. This is so I'm thing. really starting to appreciate we, gaming.
2: Yeah, is we're all trying to, we're all stuck in our homes, right? Mm-hmm. So anything that's like escapism is good. Um, and there's only so much time you can sit there playing your guitar or yeah. so much time you can like, I don't know, sweep the floor. Like, and uh, we don't drink. And so. we don't drink. So <laughs> it's just like, we're just kind of, pulling our hair out so the gaming channel is up and running but also um john's coming over here twice a week and uh starting this literally this thursday so the timing is great um we are starting like an acoustic series Uh um with us well there's only one song going up this thursday and we're starting to record for you know the following weeks um coming up but we're just going to do like you know it's gonna be some of our music some covers we're, we're taking requests every week and trying to just, you know, keep busy and perform however we can. Um, so yeah, look for that. It'll be up. Uh, it goes live Thursday around 3 PM, but you know, it's going to be up on all of our channels and things. Um, oh, cool. facebook.com uh, slash Dally Van Gogh, uh, youtube.com slash Dally Van Gogh, et cetera. So
0: have you thought about doing something like that with the mixed with the gaming channel?
2: Well, it is all kind of mixed together. Okay. Right? Um, the gaming channels under the Dally Van Gogh banner I'm working on. It's funny cause I had this conversation with the band the other day. YouTube has evolved so much in the time that I've been on YouTube. It's crazy, but there's now, there's now you have like YouTube channels, you have music channels, and then you can have like a branded conglomerate thing. So I'm working on putting together the branded kind of umbrella, mm-hmm. uh, presence on online. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but the, but right now, like, even if you go to like Dally Van Gogh's main YouTube page, like right at the top, you can click on gaming channel. It takes you right to the gaming stuff. Right. Yeah. So it's all, it's all kind of in the same ballpark.
0: Yeah. Well, no, no, no. What I was getting at was, have you thought about taking some of your acoustic music and maybe playing while you're doing the gaming? While you're live streaming the we're gaming, we're
2: certainly going to do some of that stuff.
0: Yeah, we
1: should yeah. Once once we're able to get together with everyone. Well, I even even like
2: without everyone. everyone, I mean, uh, I know the the plan is again, this is all just getting started. But the plan yeah. is to have um, our music whenever anyone's streaming, the, our music's going to be playing in the background, and then um we're we're, we're getting a Discord server set up uh-huh. so that you know a couple people can be gaming, and then the others of us can literally be doing exactly what you are saying. Yeah. Uh, uh, playing some songs, talking to to um, uh, viewers and stuff. Because this is a it's a nice way. We're, we're lucky that this is happening in a time in the world where we're this intimately connected to everybody mm-hmm. via the internet. Because mm-hmm. if this has happened twenty years ago, like oh, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what people would have done. Uh, their minds, I guess. Yeah, um, twenty years ago. Oh, or, sorry, maybe 30 years I was ago. I say
1: 20 years ago. I,
2: I was, <laughs> 30 years ago. Were... 20 years well, ago. I mean, even.
1: Time, yeah, Even I 20 years ago.
2: I was
0: playing even 20 years ago, what would we have been doing? Playing on Zanga or something? You know, like some. What, what are some of those like old. Yeah. yeah.
2: Exactly. There was no gaming streaming or anything. But, yeah. um, but the point is, we've got this fan base that's all over the world. So this whole last year has kind of been a great opportunity for us to focus on them as opposed to the people in Canada and like, and, and closer by that. We've been able to go and tour and and go see. Yeah. Um, So the idea of staying, being able to try and stay connected and stay uh, present on all of our social medias and stuff is very, very much on our minds.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like that's the, that's, the best way to take advantage of everything like even yeah. just doing random live streams where you just talk to people like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. yeah you know like it's just so, like the, I, i've been saying this for a really long time the pandemic doesn't have to be a hundred percent negative experience you could use this time to grow your passion or grow your hobby or
2: well, and we've, we've really thought about it that way. Um, yeah. so, you know, in this time we've had, since the last time we talked to you, we've got we had three songs come out, yeah. um, with music videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on, I mean, not that we didn't pay attention to videos and, and things like that prior to the pandemic, but during a pandemic, it's basically been all that we've had. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, we've put this humongous amount of attention um, on our social media presence and it's and it's blown up I mean our, our at the Lance joined the band our our, our bass player yeah. just before the pandemic happened and we had like 3,000 likes on Facebook right yeah so we're a year later and we're over 10,000 now
0: oh yeah literally
2: yes. just because we just spent all of our time on the internet right. Yeah. Um, and you know, our YouTube channel has grown. We have a TikTok tock now, yep. which is also
1: very new. We're we're excited. Yeah. This, this lockdown, we're kind of experimenting with different ways rather than like, have yeah, you guys, getting, we got our gaming channel yep. going. We're trying TikTok.
0: <laughs> have you guys started a chat room or what is that new app called? Um, yeah. Chat room, right?
2: I've never heard of it.
0: Or Clubhouse, my bad. I mean,
2: the, the Discord server will have like, a chat thing.
0: Pardon? Club, Clubhouse. That's what I'm thinking of.
2: Oh, is that Facebook's new thing?
0: No, no, no. no. Like, uh, the Club, Clubhouse is literally this. Oh,
2: I think we may have lost you.
0: No. Uh, uh, did you lose me? All right. I still have you. Oh, you're oh, back now. You're back. Okay, cool. Go ahead. So Clubhouse. Yeah, uh, Clubhouse is basically this, but no video. So your ba- audio. Yeah, but so basically, what it is is yeah. you open up like it's a, imagine a chat room with just audio. Well,
2: that's that's sick because I don't the the weakest part about my streaming thing is that I don't have great cameras. Like I'm using my my phone right now. Yeah. But I've got a uh you know. Quarter million dollar recording rig right
0: here, (laughs) yeah. So basically, what Clubhouse does is you can say, Okay, tonight we're going to talk about making music during the pandemic, and you can just create a chat room or a Clubhouse room, make that your subject title, and then because right now, everything like the app is still small, like just like now, again, oh, did it? Hello, it did a little bit, okay.
2: I think, I think what you're describing. So it's almost like impromptu podcasts, but everybody's a guest.
0: Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what it is. But no, Clubhouse is definitely something that you should check out. Um, it's really That's cool. Very
2: cool. I, yeah, yeah. I got the website up right, right now in front of me. We will absolutely do that. Thank yeah. you for the heads up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so... Before the internet craps out completely, hopefully it doesn't, uh, yeah. let's talk about the uh, new single you guys got uh, coming out. We were originally supposed to have this podcast about a month or so ago when this song originally yeah, released, I uh, but uh, you got a new single yeah. out called Past Crimes. What's kind of the uh, story behind it? Yep.
2: Yeah, well, it's, you know, all of our songs right now have been tying into this book that we were talking about last time we were on with you called The Testimony uh, that we're kind of writing and releasing in bits and pieces on our website. Um, for those out there who want to check it out, dallyvangomusic.com. Um, and this is just another one of the songs that kind of ties into the story there. Specifically, Past Crimes is, the music video at least is about, you know, kind of two lovers at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, and the, you know, the unique pressures that are are put on, on relationships right now, because there's, I got to think there's a lot of people out there who, you know, went from, from maybe, you know, having a casual relationship to suddenly they're in lockdown with the person and they're spending every day together. And it's, it's, you know, (laughs) well, and that can be good or that can be bad. Right. And so the, the story here is, is, you know, kind of how that. Uh, you know, these unique circumstances can cause that relationship to break down. The song itself is, is, was written as kind of a, you know, semi-true story uh, about, well, a relationship that broke down in my personal life. Um, And then, uh, you know, Rochelle and John, it it wasn't going to be a duet originally. Mm. Um, But once the idea of it being a duet came together, uh, the song, again, you know, as most of our, our better stuff does kind of wrote itself mm-hmm. um and then rochelle and john kind of took it over from from there and turned it into the, the monster it is now
0: awesome awesome yeah no it's it's a really cool it's a really awesome song like i've was had a chance to listen to it a little bit today and uh all through the past month mm-hmm. or so i've had it it comes up periodically on the live and amplified uh, playlist um and i really enjoy awesome. it every time it does come on so um w- w-
2: yeah thanks man i mean it, it it's like a like a groove machine thing. It's different uh, than that's our very games. different than anything we've put out before. We
1: took a risk putting it yeah. out, I think, but, but we really like it. Yeah. I love playing. And it's it.
2: it it goes over so well live. I mean, and it's done well on on online as well. It's got, you know, we're at almost hundred and fifty thousand views on yeah. Facebook. Um, so it's, you know, it's 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 done well for us. It's just it's unfortunate that we're in circumstances right now where we can't do another follow-up because what we've been doing is releasing a song almost every month. Yeah. Um, so prior to Past Crimes, we put out, uh, was that stand-up? Yeah, re-release. So we re release we, So we re-recorded a song from our, you know, kind of our first record um, called Stand Up, Wake Up that was just very pertinent to the times right now. It's like a protest song. Mm-hmm. Um, put that out. And then before that, we did uh, uh, he- a re-release of Heavy Living. So mm-hmm. kind of in between these new songs, um, because we've got this giant fan base that we didn't have before, who, you know, who may not be familiar with material that we put out five years ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so- and we in, got new members now too. And we got new band members. So it's a good opportunity for them to kind of put their spin, because they're doing it live anyways, put their yeah. spin on th- these songs. Um, but also, again, to introduce these songs to to a new audience. Um, so in between the, the the new releases are these kind of, you know, re-recordings of, of some of our older stuff. And it's it's been doing- you know, incredibly well for us. People are are really gravitating towards, towards it.
0: Awesome. Um, So how long is this, or or first let's talk about some of the, before we uh, keep going on with our past crimes, when you have, now that you're Mm -hmm. starting to like rework some of the, or re-release some of your older songs, are you completely rewrite or rearranging them? Or is it just kind of, this is what the original song is here, no, use. they're they're getting re-recorded from scratch. Okay,
2: but the arrangements are still the same. Like it's still the, the most first part. First yeah, yeah. For, for the most part, the arrangements are the same. For the most part, the lyrics are the same. Although every song's had some changes mm-hmm. um, to the lyrics. Um, the the biggest change is is you know production quality's gone up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, um, right. and you know we're a better band than we were five years ago. Gotcha. Right um not that i've got any issues with what we recorded then like you know i'm very proud of it but you know the the bands bands get better over time and we're especially this current group of people is just super 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 tight um not just playing wise but like personally and and you know it's it's just it's a different it's very you always talk about bands being like a family but this one is like really like a family um you know we talk to each other every single day and Spend um, new Year's we together, spend New Year's like, Eve together. And, and, and yeah. Uh, so because of that, the songs are kind of taking on new life and, and uh, new energy. Um, and, it's, it's, uh, and it's really, you know, the, the thing about music I've always said is that no matter what, your recording of a song is kind of just a snapshot of what the song is then.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, songs always continue to evolve over time, mm-hmm. even if you're not meaning to. Um, you know, if it, it's a song like "Heavy Living" is, is my favorite example because we mm-hmm. we have that we have a spotlight um, on it. Uh, it's dalyvangomusiccom slash uh, heavy Living 10 mm-hmm. um, and it's ten years of this song "Heavy Living" that's been around, you know, since two thousand. Well, it's more than that now, but there's ten years worth of recordings on there. Um, the song I wrote it in like two thousand nine on oh, wow. a MIDI track. Well, wow. uh, and then it's evolved you can hear the evolution of the song over, over a decade, yeah. um, up there. And, you know, so I, I coming back to the same material sometimes is, I don't know, cathartic. It's, it's, it's a It's an opportunity to update it to with this song now. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, there, it's almost, l- I know,
1: like maybe we might play, like it might be simple as we might play it a little faster like that kind of thing
0: yeah it's almost like the song is maturing a little bit with you guys as you guys mature absolutely absolutely
2: and exactly and and our um you know our inclinations as songwriters have, have improved as well so for example like stand up wake up originally had this whole like 60 second intro which is great i friggin love it but the fact of the matter is in today in the TikTok world where you got like 15 seconds to get somebody's attention it doesn't work. Yeah. Right. Um, it works great for our, our ongoing fans who've heard the, our material and are already kind of like, yep, sign me up. I like new Dally Van Gogh stuff. But if you're trying to attract uh, n- a new audience, which, you know, for a band like us where, you know, as popular as we may seem, we're very much still on the, on the up and up. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, we
1: changed some of the, the gang vocals into more harmonies. Yep, that too. Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for harmonies and a yeah. stickler for harmonies. So I was like, let's do this this way now. And yeah. that's something that we changed on it. So.
2: Yep, and um, there's a big metal screen from Lance at one point. Yeah, yeah. Because um, we're lucky that
1: we do have all these components. We have yep. different people who can sing. It's not just you know, a lead singer and then people trying to scream. In the rest in the background, it's people who can genuinely sing, hit the notes, do harmonies. Yeah. So
2: if we can do them, yeah, let's try to put them wherever. <laughs> and not not that we didn't do harmonies before, but again, like you said, we've matured as a band, mm-hmm. and so uh, we're we're far more um, you know able to to things that had harmonies on them before live would basically just become gangrel, right? And we'd all just kind of be belting it out, and it wouldn't mm-hmm. be what it is. Now everything's very very meticulously. Um, thought out, and a lot of that's really thanks t- to Rochelle because she comes from like a, a theater background and stuff too. Um, and you know, it's uh,
1: sitting at the piano, I'm plunking out yep. the chords, telling the guys, "This is your part, this is your part, sing yeah. with me." One, well, two, three, four. four. Let's do it. Exactly, <laughs> and
2: and we do it, you know, uh, with the guys coming in when you know we're allowed to jam. Uh, with the guys coming in out of town, um, one of our band members gets here about a half hour after everybody else. So for that first half hour, we've just dedicated it to it. Hey, this is vocal time. We're literally okay. going to sit here and work on harmonies. Mm-hmm. And we just go through each day we work on a different song. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's a little thing that really ups the the quality of our work.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, de- you get more of the uh, time so like just because of certain circumstances you have more time to focus on things you would normally kind of brush over is that fair absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and that's
2: really that goes for everything that's going on in the last year is that because of the pandemic we've had time to put into to very different things because usually the vast majority of our time is on show prep and and performing Mm -hmm. right and touring and and um and now it's like you know we gear up for a gig do a gig. literally what happened here we we came out of lockdown long enough to get the band's chops back together to do one show and then yeah. 3 days later they started shutting everything down again
0: yeah
2: um so and you know some of that is is that people don't realize especially the general public i think how much time and effort goes into Putting on a show like what we do, mm-hmm. um, it, we it, we practice twice a week it's
1: yeah. eh, for a show. We only do a As show a every few months. Yeah, but for we, right now. but yeah, and, and not the whole time is spent gearing up for the show. We're doing a lot of other things, working on stuff, trying things out, yeah. songwriting, that kind of thing. But when it comes to to doing a show, I mean, we want to put on the best show we can, so yeah. we definitely focus when it gets near to a showtime. We focus our time on that purely on purely on the
2: set and and it's you know what we do is not like we're not able to just show up and wing it uh you know i don't know if that's maybe a we're not good enough musicians or or what but um the fact of the matter is there is a noticeable difference between dally van go and dally van go when they're in practice yeah right and when our when we have our shit together on top of that you know our everything about our show has gone has has taking a big leap forward we've got planned out light shows now um zach lacy big shout out to zach he's probably tuning in on this he usually does um has been you know he's transitioned from he was always like our sound guy uh, but now he's he's mixing jam every single night, oh, wow. right? He's an honorary member of the band. Well, he's so basically we a member of the We used band, to say, you know? like,
1: there's five of us. Now we there's say six. there's six of us.
2: Yeah, just Zach's not on stage. But, <laughs> Most but so <laughs> because of that, Zach's like, you know, a guru with all of our material. We don't have to think for a second about whether our sound is going to be good. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's even more importantly, it's consistent. Uh, yeah. No matter where we go or what venue we're playing, we sound great. Um, and so that's a huge, huge kudos to, to Zach on that because it's just it's, and lots, and he's brought lots of other little things it's like we're all on inner ears now. Yeah. Um. So our our monitor missions are the same, um, and most of our gear. You know, I, I was a I was a sucker for big, huge, giant amps and stuff like that. I'm running everything direct now.
0: Yeah.
2: I got I got oh this God. little <laughs> little friggin' box that that my amp runs into, and that thing goes into the board. It sounds amazing. Nice. Um,
1: I switched from keyboard.
2: Well, that's a big thing to talk about too. Yeah, so Rochelle's playing keytar now. Oh wow! (laughs) Which is badass.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Now I don't feel trapped behind a keyboard, so I can actually move around, which is Mm -hmm. nice. Um, I'm also, but I'm also a clumsy person, so I have to be careful that I'm not tripping. I think you need to worry about it less. (laughs) So (laughs) we're always smashing into each other. Oh, I'm just trying to move around. Falling over.
0: So does the guitar give Sorry? you the? Does the guitar give you the same quality as the keyboard?
2: In some ways, more. Yeah, in a lot of ways, some of the, the tonal characteristics, and it might just literally be this guitar because uh-huh. we didn't we didn't cheap out on it. Uh,
1: I mean, I can't sit there and play sonatas, unfortunately. No. A lot of it is one handed, but it's it's really cool to try something different. There's so many different sounds. It's. I don't know. It's just great. Yeah, what's so
2: fun. What I've run into it, it, for, it, for sure, at least on the recording aspect, but even but live, is that I think had I known that the, the stuff we're doing with the key keytar now you could do, I mm-hmm. would have had a key keytar from the get-go instead of just a keyboard. Um, yeah. Because there's so much more, I don't know, toys, like there's the whammy bars the, and whatever, all this kind it, of yeah. It's so much more musical, or which what? is a strange thing yes. to say. Yeah. Um, and so it's given Rochelle this like, oodles of freedom she well first off now she's up front of, of the stage with john which is great yeah um she can move around and jam out with me and and, and lance um and, and not,
0: she's got this musical freedom and you have a lot more room when you get out to tour
2: yes that too exactly <laughs> yeah well i guess so not a lot more room
0: but more room specifically
2: no there's definitely it's a lot more room like it that she, we, were, we were hauling around an 88 key keyboard Okay. Let's be real here. Yeah. I don't think they take up space. <laughs> but then
1: right now, what I'm doing is I have another, and that one had a giant keyboard case for some yep. reason. So for our last gig, I was able to take a smaller keyboard case, um, like only slightly smaller. Put the keytar in it, but then also put my pedal board, um, all my all my other gear, my inner mm-hmm. ears, my microphone, everything all fit into the one case. Yep. And then I just have to pick up one thing and go. Yep.
2: Sure.
0: So
1: and
2: and we're basically all like
0: that now. Mm-hmm. um except for your like, drummer i bet
2: well there's the drummer yes. well, i'm trying to convince him to go electric drums but he'll not he'll just shoot oh, me god no i I, no. I i don't think we'll ever see that but but even you know you can take drums and you can stack them inside of each other mm-hmm. yeah you can't do that with a guitar amp you no. can't do that with a keyboard no so yeah. other than the drums literally we're all walking in with you know i've got two guitars that's probably the bulkiest thing that we have yeah when we're going to a show for the most part we can walk in there with the guitar in a bag that's it done i walk it in with a pedal bag and a guitar that's it nice um yeah. the only other thing that really take up spa- takes up space once we are able to get back on the road is going to be the pa
0: yeah um and so it's actually know, really smart and underrated traveling with your own pa system because well, you, we
2: will without question be doing that
0: yeah you know because um, you, you never know what the venue is going to have Now, like if it's like a big venue, you obviously want to use their setup, but when yep. you get to some of these smaller spots, it's just well, kinda- that's the
2: thing. And the last two, this was before, unfortunately, this is the other thing too, is with this pandemic, we were all gearing up to go out of the road. Yeah. Um, and so Rochelle, Johnny and Lance have never actually toured properly with Dally Van Gogh. Um, but so me and John, uh, we ran into that a couple of times. Um, uh, we did two kind of Eastern Canada tours. Yeah. Um, back in 2017 and 18 i want to say something like yeah. that and uh we did not haul our own pa um and more than once i had to drive like several hours to get to a a uh a, a long road to 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 rent a pa haul it back to the gig because we would get there and you know these these bars it's it's funny because there's a certain caliber of bar that like takes your rider really seriously yeah and then anything below that, they don't even read it. Yeah. Uh, and so um, and that that goes for some very good music venues as well, like very popular well trafficked spots, um, but I think at this point we will never travel without our own p a again. Yeah. Um, on top of that, I don't think we'll ever go without our without our own sound guy for similar reasons.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because nine times out of 10, these places are paying some guy minimum wage that has a basic sound degree. And
2: well, or even if they have that, yeah, maybe it's just a buddy of the bartender. And but even more so, is, is we're such a dynamic band that we're not a band that you can like set the levels and then walk away. Yeah, under any circumstances. Uh, we have so much, first off, we have such a dense sound that if you don't have someone riding and moving around the faders, we just sound like, like probably like a fuzzy wall. Yeah. Um, we have, you know, I've got a guitar with harmonizers. We have a bass player who also runs harmonizers. We have a keytar player. We have four voices in the drum kit. And then sometimes there's backing stuff like tracks and things. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, you can't just leave it. And then on top of that, there's songs that Rochelle sings lead on. There's songs that John sings lead on. Mm-hmm. There's songs that Lance sings lead on. Mm-hmm. There's songs that I sing lead on. So it's all got to be managed. Not even just songs. Parts of songs. Pie pieces of songs, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, in a perfect world, I don't write up a volume pedal for my guitar solo. So there's yeah. all these little things that, that Zach has managed to have us just be able to not worry about. Yeah. Uh, that, that, you know, it's, it's made a world of difference. And again, we can, because of that, we can focus more on just playing, right? Yeah. I don't have to think about frigging around with my pedals. I don't have to think about, okay, this time I have to step back from the mic um speaking of another recent update i mean not that i don't know if there's any gear junkies out there but we've all switched over to s1 uh microphones um okay. i'm gonna bring it up here so um, i can get the exact thing you got one there oh i got one right here yeah so this this microphone the or oh, sorry S E V the something okay. uh se <laughs> microphone so this thing if, for anyone out there who's looking is the most amazing vocal mic i have ever used to the point that zach brought one for us to frig around with at jam one night yeah and then within a week we had all bought them nice um,
1: sold out the, the city in them I think.
2: We, we literally you couldn't get any more and yeah in the province i think we bought the last um, one so yeah it's made by sc i don't know if you can see yep their sc um there it's a vocal microphone that was designed around uh or at least there's a signature model that's designed around miles kennedy mm-hmm. um, and his voice and the idea with it is it's got a very very short dynamic fall off so if i've got the mic right up to my lips clear as day i can belt my guts out and it won't distort if i yeah. move it an inch away you're getting almost nothing really? so the bleed is like non-existent yeah it's it's it's, it's I, if you had told me that's how this was well, exacted yeah <laughs> you, you told me that, that, that that's how this thing worked i wouldn't have believed you and then we tried them and i was like this is ridiculous like this is like the perfect mic for on stage um you cannot make it feedback you like maybe put it inside of a vocal cone <laughs> cone
0: <It's, laughs> that's so, funny. Yeah, FD,
2: good good stuff and if you nice. guys look to to someone we're we're freaking pumping your stuff around nice um but again, another thing that Zach kind of brought to the table that, that has uh, really upped uh, the quality of our stuff because now there's no vo- there's no bleed from anything. Um, and that's kind of been, you know, it, it, as little as we've gigged. We've, you know, it, when we're gigging, we've decided, okay, let's make this as high quality as we can. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, we've recorded just about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, literally I have up on my screen behind us right now. I don't know, if, maybe I can flip this thing around so the viewers can see. Um, I am working on, uh, doing some mixing for, uh, our show uh, that was on April 16th at, at, uh, Monty show bar that we also videoed the whole thing. Oh, nice. Um, so we'll be putting, you know, at least parts of, if not the whole concert up on YouTube, um, in the coming weeks or months, once I get through this mix.
0: And actually, that's actually another reason why you have your own sound guy and your own sound setup, because you can do cool stuff like that
2: exactly exactly so yeah it's it's uh you know as little as we've been able to to work through all of this we've tried to take as much advantage of of it as we can
0: absolutely that's absolutely perfect um obviously obviously you guys haven't been playing shows uh is there any light at the end of the tunnel right now for shows or is it right in a
2: second it it feels pretty bleak um so we would have been talking about this last time we talked to you um we're supposed to open for buck cherry when they come up here that's Uh, what it was yes okay i was telling their shows now been rescheduled to october 25th i think october something Something. um and all indications are that that's going to happen now because they're like they've already started playing in the states Mm -hmm. Uh, that tour is is you know actively on ongoing now hard to predict what the pandemic's going to look like in, you know, four months or five months or whatever it is. I mean, we do end.
1: have vaccines rolling out, so that's yep. a good thing.
2: Yep. And we're at, you know, we're about 30% of the population vaccinated. So there's, there's, I think that is probably the light at the end of the tunnel. Because yeah. right now, you know, it's bleak. Uh, you know, now it's the questions aren't even if you're going to be able to gig. It's like, are the venues going to be able to open back up? Yeah. This is the third time we've shut down. Like I, you know, it's a it's, rough on it's a rough businesses. time for 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 local businesses, us included. Um, but I, even more than just in the average show business, specifically like hospitality and the inter- arts and entertainment industries have been hit harder than anybody in all of this. Yeah. And it's funny because those industries are also the ones who have taken it the most serious, and in, in, at least in yeah. my experience, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, I go to a, a Best Buy that's friggin' packed full of people. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, or or you know, when we did our show at Monty's, we were um Nancy was was fantastic. Nancy Nazarian shout out to her. She's the uh, owner of Monty's. Um place has been in her family forever. It's one of the, the best sounding venues in in Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. Um probably close to the best sounding venue east of east of Toronto, I would think. Um, and they've got all this, you know, the light show is amazing and stuff. Um, but she was, you know, they were doing temperatures at the door uh everything was assigned seating every uh table we were allowed to have up to groups of 10 and they cut it off at eight to make sure it's even more safe yeah um every table was more than six feet apart um there were like traffic lanes on the directions you're allowed to go really 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 good and, and you know being very very responsible about it which is great i felt yeah. safe there which is yeah it's you know you felt totally fine and then you know, things get shut down again. And I hear, oh, 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 you know what? Best Buy can stay open, but Monty's has to shut down. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bizarre
0: double standard. Yeah. That's it is. you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I don't know if you guys are exper- are seeing the same issue, but here in the States, uh, like we're starting to open up depending on what state you're in, mm-hmm. but and especially here in Texas, we're having issues, like restaurants are having to close down right now because they can't find people to work?
2: Mm-hmm. Be- there, is a, there is definitely some of that. It has, um, it, so we had what was called the, it was the CERB, mm-hmm. the Canadian Emergency, Emergency Response, Response Benefit, Benefit that, yeah. that existed. So that was like four months of, of 2,000 bucks a month yeah. from the government that people who live on um when that was still available or i should say because theoretically it is still available now but when people hadn't used up the maximum of that yeah the place was a ghost town and they had a hard time getting people to come back yeah now we're kind of back to the other side of things there's a lot of people looking for work
0: yeah Um, uh here because i know like our our uh stimulus like stimulus package or whatever you want to call it get just recently got extended to go for another year Oh, geez, okay. And so yeah. now no, there's people. like depending on what your job was, there yeah. are certain people that are making more claiming stimulus unemployment than they would yeah. going back well, working. That that's what I was
2: about to get at. It it certainly exposes a fundamental problem, which is that a lot of people are yeah. making working and making less money than what the government says you should need to be able to make a live. Yeah. Right? So You know, I'm all for people need to go back to work, and I'm not—I'm not someone who's pro, you know—you know, living off of uh, off of the system, so to speak. Yeah. But if you're not making enough money, what else are you supposed to do?
0: Yeah, I mean.
1: this this kind of like money that they're giving us was supposed to be kind of like survival money like this is exactly what you need you you don't need any more like and then people were complaining because you know they're they're used to some people are used to making more money and having more money to spend but then there's other people who are going oh my gosh this is more than my paycheck i'm so excited and they were able to you know not worry about food or you know like Buy buy something that is kind of oh my god, the, something essential. The teenagers
2: so they buying they cars. And oh my god, here
0: was insane. Speaking of yeah. te- speaking of teenagers, uh, I have seen a nice little interesting uptick in things. There's a lot of like high school juniors and seniors that during uh, while they're being schooled from home, they went out and got some of these part time jobs that other people weren't taking. So like well, that good fast food restaurant, like specifically restaurants or whatever. And now that schools are starting to open back up publicly and you can go to like in-person school, a lot of these juniors and seniors are deciding to drop out because they got more experience life experience working for the last
2: six months to a year. I don't necessarily blame them. If I'm being honest, Mm. I get it. You know, I'm, I'm a guy who, uh, outside of the music stuff, um, you know, I, I, you know, I didn't drop out of high school or anything, but I never went to university. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, you know, brought up in a a family business running a a retail sports store. Um, so by the time I was, you know, the second I was done high school, I was full-time running seven shops. Right. So my experience has all come from the real world. Yeah. Uh, And especially with the, you know again it's a little different I, I would say they should go finish the friggin' high school but
1: yeah. um, at least get your high school yeah
2: get your high school done but the fact of the matter is with the, the rate of how expensive tuition is uh and how much more valuable it is uh like actual real experience yeah i don't blame people for not for not con- going to school and continue well, to school.
1: i know so many people with degrees that they they aren't using or can't find work yeah. in so they're working minimum yeah. wage well, after and then having to sp- pay back student loans well, at the like, same time like
2: i'm you know my brother's got his or finishing off his he's got two degrees and he's finishing off a master's in physiotherapy that's awesome great good for him he's mm-hmm. also one hundred and forty thousand dollars in debt and he, and he doesn't own a house or anything yet right um and, uh, and then you, you can take me who I'm, a you know, most of my life has been been in, in management and then some sales and things like that. Um, but for the most part, I've never had an issue getting a job yeah. anywhere. And like usually it's a reasonably good, like it's not minimum wage. I'm not, I'm not doing entry level stuff. Right. Well. Um, and it's just purely because I lived in the, in the business world. Yeah. Um, so it's all about the experience, not the education. It's a little, yeah. And, and especially with you know, these, these young kids, because I'm sure, especially with these like middle, or, um, you know, high schoolers who are, are very quickly coming up on the, okay, figure out what you're doing with the rest of your life, right? Yep. Um, they're looking at you know, the economic situation and what millennials have gone through trying to get their life together, et cetera. And they're probably thinking, look, the sooner I can get ahead and start putting money in the mm-hmm. bank, the better. Yep. Um, and it's true so uh you know i wish i had thought about that when i had a job in yeah. high school i was
1: just shopping sprees and shopping yeah. sprees like yeah.
2: no when i was in high school it was um <laughs> you know i i was living uh with my dad um we were not you know we were running this business um but uh, for anyone out there who knows who who runs their own business you know it, it's it's a you 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 live and die by by how well the business is doing. So you know yep. when we had economic downturns, we didn't have any money. Yeah. Uh, and um, so I certainly like there was the option for me to drop out. Yeah. Uh, just do the do soccer the whole time, but um, but I don't think I ever took that really seriously. Like I would highly recommend finishing high school, not because I necessarily believe in specifically what you're being educated in. And I've talked with Rochelle about this lots, is that you know, there's just so much in high school, like the average person doesn't need to no know calculus or chemistry yeah. or biology, that kind of stuff. But the one thing that high school does teach you that I think is, is useful um, is they teach you how to learn and retain knowledge yep. and information, right? Yep. Um, where, you know, the, the specific information that you're taking in, not helpful uh for the most part like they should be teaching you how to do your taxes and how mortgages work and how
0: to i remember i i was a sophomore in college before i finally found a class that it was literally this was the name of the class everyday math
2: nice perfect right that's what and that's and that is far more valuable than anything you would have learned in high school
1: a lot of times in high school i was just for math in particular i was just memorizing formulas but not knowing when or why I would yeah. ever use them, yeah. turns out there are real life reasons to use them. Yep. But I just and they knew, never tell you. I just memorized formulas and yep, blurted out yep. on tests yep. and finished that.
2: <laughs> but you are now a person who can actually go and read some information, take it in, and keep it. Yeah. And that's and that to me is the really the beneficial thing about high school. Yep. Is that while your brain is still kind of in that developmental phase you, you train your yourself or program it to be able to retain information because because I, I can tell you one thing definitively like wait until you know late middle school and high school uh freaking i didn't take in anything i mean i knew enough to keep going and stuff but but i don't remember i don't even remember my teacher's names like yeah. nothing right
1: um, i was the opposite i was one of those kids that I just had no problems until I got older. A so nerd. <laughs> uh,
2: but so, so I think that kind of skill, so to speak, or, or programming is very beneficial. But yeah. beyond that, uh, I think the education system in general, especially now with the internet, yeah. needs a wake-up call. Like university as it exists right now doesn't make any sense.
0: No. Um, especially, go, especially with how expensive it is.
2: Well, th- that too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other set of issues. It's. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 not in the business of educating people anymore, right? No. They're they make as much money if you if you fail as if you pass, yep. right? And that's part of the fundamental problem. Um, or if you just barely pass,
0: right? So, in theory, they might the make more problem. money if you fail, right? Because you go back.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, they're in the business of turnover and 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 you know they're really when it comes down to it they're like and there was a big article about this in like uh the new york times or something that like yale is basically a glorified it's a trust fund Mm -hmm. with a university on the side (laughs) uh and uh that's a great a great way to look at it because it's it's what they are
0: yeah yeah absolutely absolutely but not to, I didn't mean for this entire podcast to get, or this episode to get that political, so to speak. <laughs> but, you know, like just with the times that we're in, it's like, it's inevitable anymore. Like it's just going to happen. So, yeah,
2: it's going to happen. And, and I think, you know, you're talking about positives to come out of the pandemic. It, one thing that I, I can definitely point to is it's made everybody take a serious look at themselves. Yep. Or we'd like to think that at least. Yep. Um, it certainly has for me. Um, and, uh, and not just the pandemic, but the year that we just had, right? Because it wasn't just the pandemic. There's, you know, there was um, all, all these the protests and stuff, yeah. shootings. There was uh, Trump's campaign. Yep. There was there was a lot of lot of different stuff that was like very, you know, divisive. So it's made a lot of people like. It's forced a lot of people to take a hard look at like, what do I believe in? What's important to me? Um, and when it comes down to it, that's fundamentally what politics is, right? Yep. You yep. know, this, these topics matter to me, these topics don't. Oh, that person agrees with, with me on these topics. I'll vote for them. Right? Yeah.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Um, so. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I, it's just so funny whenever we talk about whenever because poli- when we first started doing all this, our two rules were no religion, no politics. I, I, yeah. Well, it's, again, it's impossible. Right? It, it's like now it's just like, nope, it's all. I mean, it's not all politics, but it at some point in every episode, we get drawn into something political. So mm-hmm. it's always funny. But uh, to kind of circle back to past crimes, that's mm-hmm. out now. You have a music video for it as well? We do, we do. The animated
2: music. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's animated and it's in the style of like uh, So for anyone who's been following our book, the book's kind of post apocalyptic, right? Yeah. Um, and one of the characters at, at one point in the book talks about he found all this kind of uh oh they look almost like cave paintings, but scratches on this wall that depicts the story. And this is the scratches on the wall. These are these are the drawings that some person made. You know prior to the bombs falling or wh- how, whatever caused the end of the world yeah um, that tells the story and then so along with that you know the music kind of helps bring it all together
0: cool cool yeah. and uh, how how long uh, after the song release did you release the music video or is it all kind of we
2: did simultaneously
0: simultaneously yeah. and are, I'm you're seeing more traffic from the music video right
2: uh it's a mix. I, I certainly, I mean, Facebook is, is video world. Yeah. Um. Now they're trying really, really hard to become like a direct competitor with YouTube. Yeah. Um, so certainly on Facebook, but our, our Spotify, it's done very well. Um. It's up on, you know, it's on every platform. It's on Amazon. It's on uh, Pandora, all this kind of stuff. It's, I was talking with the band about this about uh, maybe a month and a half ago um, that When you look at everything as a whole, it's really easy to think, oh no, okay, videos are it if you just look at Facebook. Or it's really easy to think that our fan base is XYZ if you only look at one platform. When you look at all of the platforms together, it starts to become clear that, well, first off, certain platforms are better for certain things. Um, And then even more so, funny enough, geographically, uh, which platforms are popular where. Like, for example... Our, uh, you know, Facebook has a we have this huge population of Brazilians on oh, who love what we're, what we're doing all the time. Um, but you look at Spotify. Spotify is primarily the United States. Yeah. Uh, Instagram's almost all European, yeah.
0: right? Well, and that, um, that's that's the thing is you have to diversify yourself because mm-hmm. different platforms bring you, put you in front of different audiences.
2: Well, exactly, and that's been you know that's the reason that we've kind of started uh, branching out. Yeah, and doing things like TikTok and doing a yeah. gaming channel and just getting in front of as many people as we can. But the positive takeaway from all of that is that um, every well, the positive thing is that things are positive. It's that, yeah. uh, you know, we're doing well in all the demographics that matter uh, for, our, you know, for the kind of music that we make. And it's not, and no specific avenue is really doing a lot better than the others. Um, you know, our, our Instagram is very popular, our Twitter okay. is popular, our Facebook is popular, our Spotify is popular, the TikTok is blowing up. Yeah. I never thought in a million frigging years, but it yes. is.
1: Um, well, my tiktok standards is not blowing up but it's well, but it just. Started. well what i thought i thought yeah. we were just gonna
0: post stuff and nothing was ever gonna happen
1: but we are getting something without trying which well, i mean
0: great. the thing about tiktok is it's so like right now everything is so organic on tiktok yeah. it's yeah. not commercialized it's not like hey swipe up for this new yeah. thing you know it's not yeah. as commercialized as instagram is or as youtube is or as facebook is yeah. so people are on it and just organically there to enjoy it
2: yeah well and that's it's funny because that's what facebook used to be and what yeah. twitter used to be and stuff i mean and i always you know people talk to me like oh no in, um TikTok will never be like that yeah it will they yeah. all Maybe. Yeah, the, yeah. i think the idea and it's and it's a smart it's a smart move by the, by these companies, you know, get everybody hooked on your platform yeah, and then monetize it. Yeah. I don't, again, you know, I don't really blame them for that. It sucks for the consumer.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, Cause what they do, the way they do it is they get you hooked so that it's part of your everyday life and just mm-hmm. hope that the tail, like once they start introducing ads that the burn off is slow enough that they can just have a nice good run with it. And if they're really lucky, there'll be very little burn off. And it'll just kind of be a thing. And they
2: do it really gradually. I mean, I remember, you know, it's almost six or seven years ago when Facebook, when it first started coming up that, you know, Hey, Facebook, our organic reach is starting to kind of roll off what's going on. Right. And then, you know, fast forward to now, if we don't run an ad on a video, it gets you know very- hundreds of, of views maybe, and if we yeah. run an ad for very little money, it gets hundreds of thousands. Oh wow, right? yeah. Um, so it's it's yeah, it's a smart move by the companies, and it, I, I I really think that's the the business plan of almost all these kind of social media companies. Yep. They're gonna start, they will all start off organic and really genuine and and you know great for the for the consumer. Yep. Um, and then over time, it doesn't matter who you are. I and mean, you can have the best intentions in the world. Right. But all you've got to do is see like a, a graph of the money that Facebook's made. And you're going to yeah. want to monetize your platform.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of curious, how are you guys incorporating TikTok into your social media strategy?
1: Not sure. <laughs> yeah. We decided. Like, I think it was, it was just a couple of days ago. We decided to, to try it. Yeah. See okay. What happened?
2: Um, Yeah, I mean, truth be told, you need to talk to Lance mostly about that. Lance is, again, he's our new bass player and he's the youngest in the band, so he was like the spearheader for it. (laughs)
0: Um, And he's
2: the one running it. Um, Right now, there's like clips and bits and pieces of, uh, you know, our our recent music videos and stuff going up there. I think long-term, it'll become more of a, at least if I'm making any content for it, it's going to end up being like a silly outlet. I tried TikTok, what, two years ago?
1: I think, yeah. Uh,
2: for a little bit yeah um and i had a blast like you know making my cat dance and stuff yeah. i got sick of consuming the content because i'm just not the demographic yeah right i'm a i'm a 30 plus year old dude
0: yep you uh, on that one I,
2: and looking at at you know uh 13 14 15 year olds doesn't do it for me so you gotta,
1: <laughs> you gotta be on it long enough that the algorithm is, is good
2: for you no i yeah, fair enough changing. i mean rochelle loves tiktok so why don't you talk about it I don't know what the hell I'm
1: going on. About. I don't know. When I first went on, I felt like there's just random weird videos, but yeah. then it, what's cool about it, it goes by like what you like, what videos yeah. you're staying on longer. And then eventually it just like, for me, I'm on there for the humor. So then it yeah. finds stuff that hits my weird sense of humor. Yeah. And yeah. then I sit there laughing at a video and watching it over and over and I'll show it to someone else and they just kind of go, what the hell is that? Yeah. And I'm like, it's I... hilarious, but yeah. it's because it's geared towards what it's I like. It's what you're into. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Cool. When I first oh, got on t-
1: me, work too.
0: when I first got on TikTok, I got looped into the like comedy realm, mm-hmm. and there's this kid that would do like dir- or tell dirty jokes to his mom, and so. <laughs> like you just put the camera on his mom, tell her the joke and she'd be like, Oh, that's disgusting. And then you'd hear the dad cracking up in the background. (laughs) And and So like, I just sit there and I've watched like hours on end the, all these videos of people doing that exact same thing. And it's just like, okay, this is funny. And then now (laughs) that I start like working in the music stuff, it's a completely different vibe. Like the algorithm finally caught up to what I really like yeah Mm -hmm. go there for so
2: yeah and that's the thing i don't think i probably didn't give it enough time yeah um but again you know i don't think it's geared towards me i'm sure personally i will never end up as a big tiktok user yeah but um but but it's going to be i think it's going to be really great for the band because it's another opportunity for the people out there to get to know us yeah right um you know we're we're a very different band than than a lot of people like we're we're first off we're a sober band which is you know few and far between in and of itself um well for the most part well for the most part yeah
1: Um, i mean our gigs are sober we don't yeah nobody drinks before a gig well yeah
2: the the band aspect of it is sober Mm -hmm. right um we're um we're you know a bunch of nerds for the most part um rochelle's kind of the exception to that um, but she's thank you. Is that yeah, a good thing? Yeah. I don't know. No, but she but but she is more than she gives credit. She's like a diehard Harry Potter fan and like yeah. you know, this kind of stuff. And and a bunch of us are gamers and things. And so we're not just musicians, we're people. And I think yeah. that's something that kind of gets glossed over sometimes, especially by the media and stuff, is, yeah. with some of these bigger musicians, is that they think that their whole life revolves around uh, well, it does revolve around music, but they think that their whole life is music. Yeah. Nobody can function like that.
0: And that's why on this podcast, one of my last questions usually is always, what do you do outside of music? Because there's a, you know, every once in a while you get the funny, Oh, there's something outside of music. Ha ha. You know, like that sort of tongue in cheek answer. But then once they kind of get past like, okay, I'm being funny right now. It's you've got musicians like, I'm a gamer. I collect baseball cards. I do this. I do that. I go outside. I work out, you know, just like all these different hobbies. And it's like, that, that's the core of the question is you're a human. What makes you a human, you know, like exactly. that sort of thing.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, totally. So, um, so yeah, so TikTok and the gaming channel, and I'm sure there's probably going to be more and more of this, at least I, my inclination is to head that way yeah. that, that just let people Interact with us, and yeah. and you know you want to you want to be kind of be friends with us, then be friends with us. So I could have twenty thousand friends. I can have thirty thousand friends. Facebook thinks I do already. Yeah. um <laughs> But um, but the point is, you know, especially for like the diehard fans, and we've got some out there. Like we've got some people who live and die by what the hell we're posting again. Yeah. Um, it, it's a really great opportunity for them to like feel more connected directly with us, even if it's at the other end of a like, you know, a text chat in, on a Twitch stream.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and so long-term, I think eventually we're going to get a Patreon or something like that going as well.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: not, not necessarily specifically because we're desperate to, to monetize these people, although, you know, money's good um, yeah. and it's expensive to do what we're doing.
1: But it's another avenue to get content out. Well, it's another avenue to
2: get content out, and it's it's an opportunity for someone who wants to go the extra mile and support what we're doing to do that.
0: Yeah. I, I will give you one big piece of advice on all of promotion and social media. Something that I've seen work really well is promote through creation. Yes. So, like, yeah. if you guys are practicing and you're – tossing between oh should i hit this note or this note at this point whip out your phone go live on instagram or whatever and just be like hey do you like this better or this you know and i've just seen so many people do really well with that because it engages your fan base it makes them feel like they're a part of the process Mm -hmm. so
2: yeah no and we've started doing some things like that already um you know we we've got a vlog going now on on uh youtube where people get to see a a whole bunch of the behind the scenes stuff and here and there there's some music in it but mostly it's it's the banter in between songs and us (laughs) you know yelling at each other saying hey do it like this do it like that um and then and then we get all this feedback and we can use that to exactly what you said to inform what direction we go with stuff because that's the other thing too is we're not you know I'm not gonna pretend we're geniuses or something I, i'd like to think that we're pretty good songwriters yeah um but you know more heads is good to an extent
0: yeah
1: um especially people who are who are the listeners yeah what do they want well i want to give them what they want
0: exactly yeah. absolutely absolutely um but i don't want to keep you guys too much longer uh so where's the uh what are what are your socials where are the best places for people to check you out and everything you guys got going on
2: yeah, so the core spot, uh Dally Van Gogh Music.com. Um, you can also put in Dally Van Gogh.com and that'll redirect you there. But the website's Dally Van That's kind of the hub. Yep. For everything. We've got everything
1: on there. But there's also yeah. Facebook.com slash Dally Van Gogh. Yep. Um, YouTube. We are on YouTube. Yep. YouTube.com
2: well, slash C slash Dally Van <laughs> because YouTube needs to be different. Uh, yeah. We're on
1: Spotify. are yep. uh, TikTok. Now we're on Twitch. So brand new you can search at dally van Gogh and start following yep. us there
2: and we've got two twitch channels on the go we have dally van Gogh, which is going to be music stuff mostly yeah. and then we have dally van gaming which is the gaming channel nice um instagram both instagram and um uh tiktok are at dally van Gogh official yeah and then twitter is at dally van Gogh. we're on everything like if you google dally van Gogh. You will find us. Yeah.
1: Or go to the website, which is the a hub and yeah. find the link. Right at yeah. the
2: top, there's there's all of our social
0: links. So that, that's why I've had I've got so many different social platforms. It's like I had to get a link tree and just like here, go to this link tree. And yes. now it's even a drop down menu in our mm-hmm. on our website. And it's just like it makes life so much easier. Just, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh but I want to thank you guys so much for jumping back on. I really, really appreciate it. I was thank really getting nervous there for a little bit that we were going to have to uh, that we weren't going to get you on to promote this single. But we we finally made it work, and then you oh, no, guys ended great. up going into lockdown. And again, I'll
2: let you know once we have some more more stuff coming out. I mean, we're we're working on it. We have uh, a song recorded. Bits of it need to get re-recorded, but. Um, we, ha- we have some some plans, so hopefully you'll see some music from us in the next one.
0: you month. guys have the ability to record remotely, or is everything kind of set up in your...
2: I, so I've got the primary, I've got the recording studio here, right? Like, yeah. we're sitting in the office here. Um, yeah. uh, our bass player has, like, a, uh, at least some sort of a rig. I've never actually seen it, but he's, you know, he's done re- remote bass recording. Yeah. John's just across the street, so that's not an issue. The big problem is the drums. Yeah. Johnny's got to get out here for the drop. but what's great is we don't to have do to
1: worry about renting studio space or right. anything because we have that here. So once yeah. we're all able to get together again, we yeah. can just bang out some yeah. recordings.
2: And, and truth be told, theoretically, I think we could get together now. Now nobody's too hot to do that with the case numbers where yeah. they are, um, especially because you know Johnny's um, uh, wife to be is a is a nurse. Yeah. Um, so like you know they're exposed to a whole plethora of things. Oh that yeah. We have so it's better you know for everybody including the band to keep each other separate for now mm-hmm. but hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll be back together we'll get you know finishing touches on this next single that um we're we're going to be eventually the pr- the producer is going to be eric Ratz, the legendary producer up here in in canada he did um uh, like monster trucks records and ian thornley and big wreck and and billy talent and his, all kinds of, his resume impressive. is insane rush nice. like so, so that's that's fantastic. So we're gonna be doing a single with him. We've also got another self-produced one, that's that will come out, you know, probably sooner than than the Eric Ratz one. Yeah. So there's stuff coming. So just kind of stay tuned, uh, keep an eye on these like gaming channels and stuff because we'll be yeah. talking about it. It'll give you a better idea of when um, when things are coming out and and how things are going for us up here. Um, but we we promise you we're not going away. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's that's always good to hear because. This pandemic has just killed off so many bands. It's, it's ridiculous. Killed
2: off on a lot of people, Yeah. Yeah. Bands, so, businesses, and everything.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But once again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we will catch you guys later.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> cool. We're good.
2: Hey, awesome. Awesome. That was great.